Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. He just asked me a great question here. Hang on, Diddy, hang on. He just asked me a great question here. If you're watching on television, bro, getting the chills. We just saw Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, mm. and Patrick Mahomes back to back to back to back. It's an exclusive club, and they're all in it with half of those guys having their legend still being written. Yes, including the guy that's 43. It's still being written, and of course, the guy that's 25, where we're probably just in chapter one or two. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests, including Mike Greenberg, in 14 minutes on the Goodyear Hotline. But you just posed something that CBS executives would love, because if this baby is tied late in the fourth quarter... And these two dudes have an opportunity to win the game key. Fill me in on what you just said for the audience. Who would I want? Game-winning drive. Game-winning drive. Which one of these two do I have the most faith in? Like, like I, situations, it's almost like if I need to score a touchdown. Length of the field. So no length, field goal. The, well, if I, if I need to score the length of the field, 80-yard drive, 70-yard drive, to cap off six, gotcha. I feel like it's Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yes. If I need to kick a field goal from 45 out, I feel like Brady can methodically just boom, boom, timeout, kick. I don't think – I don't feel like Brady could do that length of the field stuff anymore. But what if I just said Mahomes just threw one 53-yard pass with the flick of his wrist and now they're in field goal range? I feel like he could do both easily. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like one it's flick easier, of the wrist, it's one like, passer and field. It's like I'm taking I'm Patrick Mahomes. Taking Patrick Mahomes, but I feel like I'm cheating Brady because Brady has done it so many times where it's like the same movie. Here we go. Oh, well, we know what's getting ready to happen here. The Jets have seen it a thousand times, right? It's like teams have seen it. The Bills have been on the other side of that many times. The Indianapolis Colts have felt that pain with Tom Brady so much. Sure. And it's like I feel like I'm cheating him, though, right? It's just one of those questions. Which one would you rather have in that situation? Key, A minute you know, 30 to go. They got to score, Jay. You want to know what the storyline is going to be on Monday? The storyline is going to be, is this the greatest offense the NFL has ever seen in the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm telling you, I do not think this game is going to be close. I know we're going to build it up because it's a colossal matchup and it's a great quarterback matchup. But if Kansas City gets out to an early lead, and I know that Tom Brady has done it in the past. I know he's done it in the past. But I, I really do think that what we're watching, what we've seen this year and years past from this Kansas City Chiefs team is something different. It's, the, it's a high-octane offense with a quarterback that can do so much. He's changing the trajectory of how we look at the quarterback position. He, he is fun. That, that is for damn sure. He's not boring at all, and he's dynamic. But when you say the – you say the most prolific offense in NFL history. I always go back to the greatest show on turf. Man. I know. Because Marshall Falk and, and Oz Hakeem and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce, that just that was something different. And even to the point two years ago, and it's so interesting, when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, sure. that was supposed to be the high-octane, prolific. The reincarnation the re of that. Yeah, the reincarnation of it. Now that quarterback's in Detroit. And That's you, so wild. I mean, you could also yeah, make an crazy. argument to Jay's point to bring it full circle. You could also make an argument that Pat's 16 and 0 team, that team Absolutely. was seen to have had the best offense because of who Brady was throwing Man, I, it to. I, I was at the Giant. I was at the last game of the year in in Giants Pats. Right. They threw a bomb to Moss. They missed the next play. He came back through a bomb to Moss for six. It was just mm -hmm. like 
we just getting ready to play with y'all. We're going to toy with y'all real quick. And I think because we're so numbers obsessed, and I want to get to a couple of questions here real quick. Last thing on this. Because we're so numbers obsessed, to Jay's point, this is not going to return to a running league. Marshall Falk was a dynamic weapon. Edron James was a dynamic weapon for Peyton Manning. Well, but see, this Falk is, can catch out of the backfield, too. Exactly. 100%. But he was also prolific enough where you, when you need to chew the clock, when you need to do all that yeah. sort of stuff, you just put it in his hands. We're at a point now, <laughs> let's be honest, we saw Andy Reid say, Chad Henney, you throw the ball to end the game. Not Patrick Mahomes, right? The four-minute offense, On chew the clock. down. We just said, bro, you, I mean, when's the last time you threw a legit pass? We're asking you to throw a pass if he to put us in the Super Bowl. If he That's, can't throw a one-yard pass to Tyreek Hill when he's wide-ass open, then he don't need to be in the Super Bowl. I understand what you're saying, but just think about where the league has gone statistically, yeah. right? To Jay's point, you're going to be able to argue that the Chiefs have the best offense because we're not, we're passing more than ever before, right? I've said it before. When Marino passed for 4,000 yards, people thought that that was an amazing thing. Now you got guys on middling NFL teams easily throwing for 4,000 yards. Jeez. So it's just the way the league is going that's going to oh, help write no their question. story way better. No question. Receivers spit out 1,000 yards now. I mean, it's like, I got a thousand. Right. And speaking of questions, let's spit out a couple of questions. We had some fun this morning. Who is the unsung hero for the Chiefs and the Bucks in this game? Mahomes, obviously, is a guy that you would expect. Brady's a guy you would expect. Unsung heroes, we want to hear from you. 888-ESPN. I'm going with Chiefs general manager Brett Veach. He's in his early 40s. Key mentioned all the young guys are locked up. They have a great core. Well, somebody had to sign him to that core. Somebody had to go to Andy Reid and say, I really like Patrick Mahomes. He did it. Key mentioned to me yesterday. They had to move John Dorsey out. But you got to get the right guy in. We say it all the time. If you're going to fire a coach, you got to have somebody better in there. Yes. Who do, who's the option? You can't just fire somebody to fire somebody. you got to put somebody in there and make sure the next person is better. So that's my choice. want to hear from you guys. And also this morning, a little food for thought because we got a little frisky this morning. What do you want to do with your dishes when you're done? Not what Jay do. Do you put I don't the do it. Stop it. <laughs> I don't do it. I do not do it, Key. I'm, I'm gross. Go, I'll second Jay. He said yeah. it. Gross. Thank you, Zubin. Cleanliness. Thank you. Do you put them in the dish? Do you put them in the sink and let them crust away? Oh, or God. do you take care of them right away? Believe it or not, more than half the respondents right now are lazy. I'm not calling you lazy, but I well, am saying more than half are l- Zubin, letting let me, them let, let me pose you a scenario. If you, if you have two or three kids and you're at home right. and your kids aren't in school, yeah. it's hard if you're taking care of your kids they while your husband's up. working or while your wife's working to sit there and do all the dishes very quickly while you have your kids running around. It's, it's not unrealistic. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, Jay. I'm not here to do that. However, you you have somebody helping you with your kids. Like who? I don't know. I'm asking. So you just do it even when your kids were younger? No. I don't believe in the help. No, I do not. So even when when your kids were younger, we every to each his own. No nanny, no au pair, you never anything like that? To each his own. (laughs) Deflections of it. I I do not believe in that. (laughs) No, we do not have uh, uh, nanny and au pair. Au pair. No, we au do pair. not. Uh, au pair. Yeah, where did we get them from? We got them from overseas somewhere? No, Zubin. I'm just asking. I understand that. We don't live question. like that. I get it. But we don't live like that. And here's what I would say. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. But every now and then, you do put your child down for a nap. Right? Yeah. Wash the damn dishes then, man. What if you have more than one kid, Key? When if you have a kid who's two, a kid who's four, and a kid who's Somebody's got to wash the dishes. I don't I, obviously, care. It's just a matter of when you have time In to do it. In that big shiny house you have, I know you got a housekeeper or something, boy. 
Stop. Don't you. I can't with you're you. You're nasty. You see what he tries to do? That is very nasty. And uh, the Twitter people apparently want to give themselves a better reputation. So Uh-oh, it is pear. now flipped. 50.3% have said, I do them right away. And I'll just even throw it out. You can hit us up at Key J and Z. If you're like a college student, you're at home, you're a guy in your young 20. You got him in the sink right now. Take a picture. If you ate last night, they're sitting in the sink. Take a picture. Send it. Send it to our Twitter feed. But when I was in college, Be what, my, out. what I was in college, what my mom do is she would she would go and buy paper plates for us. My mom and aunt would bring stacks of paper plates, like in. the five hundred for like yes, five bucks, yes, the real exactly. thin ones. Then when that, that, you got to put like seven yeah. of them to even right. get some sturdiness in it. The grease from the pizza <laughs> leaks through the plate. Even though it's See, on a plate? But yes. Did you guys ever have the college experience? Because like, me, like, I'm a little bit OCD, too. I always want to do dishes. But in college, I started to make points like with some of my roommates. I'm like, oh, okay, y'all just want to let stuff accumulate? Like, I'm, I'm not washing dishes now. I'm I, not going to be that guy to wash your dishes. It's just gross. I ain't doing man. it. It's gross. I don't care what anybody says. So here we go. We're also asking the unsung question or... The unsung hero, the dude in the apartment that will do the dishes when nobody wants. Hit us up either way, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Key posed the third question. A lot of questions on the show this morning. Key posed the question, who do you want? Last second drive, Brady or Mahomes? Jay in Delaware, you're on ESPN Radio. What's the answer to that question? Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. What's up, Jay? Jay? Not much, fellas. Uh, First off, um, I'm a single dad, so most of the time I let them sit there. Unless if I have, like, a lot of people over, then I'll do them right away. If it's too much mm-hmm. to sit there, it can stink after a couple hours. Thank you, Jay. But, uh, Thank you. Understood. <laughs> he has so respect, he, uh, to you being a sing- respect to you being a single dad, Jay. And Jay, uh, not Jay, Will, the other Jay. Brady or Mahomes, right? You wanted to weigh in. Last second drive? Um, I'm taking Brady. I feel like he probably has more last-second comebacks than Mahomes has wins, period. Um, And, Jay, I have to disagree with you on how this prolific offense has been this year because if you look at their wins, they've won by, what, the last 12 games? They've won by less less than a touchdown. So, I mean, they've had to come back themselves, and now they're playing one of the top five defenses in the Super Bowl. I, I don't see it. I don't see it being a runaway at all. Okay, Jay, what do you have to say That's on Jay's it. point? <laughs> no, no, I, I hear his point. I mean, I, I made that point throughout the season. I just, I, I'm just thinking what the narrative's going to be. I, I, I really do believe that what we're witnessing is something different. Now, I'm not saying they're going to beat them by three touchdowns, but we've seen them put up points in such a hurry. Right, we've seen them put up 21 points in the quarter. More than that, sometimes in the quarter. It's just the style in which they can play. It can happen like that. That's what's dangerous about this team. There's no doubt. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Just nasty. On the way. He's a single dad. (laughs) On the way. We got all morning to talk about it. Hit us up. Key J and Z. You can serve any dish you like as long as you clean it. Here we go. On the way is Tom Brady 60 minutes away from becoming the greatest athlete in the history of team sports. Our next guest says, absolutely. He talked about playing to age 45 and beyond. I would definitely consider that. You never know kind of when, you know, that moment is. And again, it has to be 100% commitment from myself to keep doing it. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around 
different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Jeff Saturday did bring that up. He looks younger at 45 than he did at 25. He's like a better-looking version of George Blanda. He's just going to keep going and going and going and going. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests appear on the Goodyear hotline, including Mike Greenberg, who joins us. Greeny, of course, getting ready for Get Up. And then, as many of you know, right after we're done, Greeny is on the air with Paul and company. All right, Mike. Wait, nope. We're not going to start there yet. Greeny? Our guy to my left here yeah. says you're the best show at ESPN. <laughs> and my other guy, Jay Will, loves your guest that you get on, and he wants to steal some every now and then. So I just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted we, to make sure that. We see that. the guest list, and we're like, damn, Greedy's killing it with the guests. We need to get some guests on this show. Let's go. Well, listen, I mean, if I wasn't so busy doing the dishes over at Jay Will's house all the time, then I would have more time to be working on the show. So I... And that's, Mike, is where we want to start. That's where we want to start. You've asked questions for 20 years in this time slot, so let's ask you a couple. Number one, I'm guessing you're probably as OCD as me. I think it's 2021. That's actually one thing I think we can still say without getting in trouble because it's an affectionate term. Um, We've gotten so many people that have tweeted into the show showing us their dishes, showing showing us like spaghetti sauce on the handle, making sure that there's like the uh, dishwashing detergent in the side of the photo just to make sure they're not totally gross. It's all over the place. You've got kids. Has there ever been a time where you kind of slipped and said, you know what, just, just, just keep them in the, in the sink overnight? Most certainly not. That's the whole reason to have kids, actually, is because you train them to start doing the dishes at at early as possible in age. I don't even have kids anymore. I have adults right now who are generally a hindrance to the entire process in our house. But no, I am more on that side of it, in all honesty. I don't like anything out of place. Anyone who's ever been over here 100 yards away, as I'm currently sitting, knows 
that if my laptop and my cup and my pen and everything aren't exactly where I need them to be, the show isn't going to work that day. So I'm very much on the side of all dishes have to be out of the sink instantaneously. And uh, Mike, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, I was going to say I am glad, Mike, that you are not nasty like Jay. I'm <laughs> so glad. Greeny, do not let Key keep pushing this narrative that I'm, I'm OCD like everybody else. I was just giving you an example. That's all. Example for a reason. Let me ask you this, Mike. What matchup intrigues you the most in Super Bowl 55 down in Tampa? To me, clearly, it is whether or not the Tampa pass rush can just wreck the game. I I think that the game comes down to this. Mahomes is the best I've ever seen, and I I don't think that's a – I don't even know that that's necessarily an opinion as much as it is a statement of fact. But he's not Superman. And with basically three backup offensive linemen, including now losing his left tackle – Can those guys just ruin the game? Can Shaq Barrett and JPP and Vita Vea, who someone in the Tampa organization told me this week is actually the best player on that defense and the world just forgot him because he was hurt for so long, can they wreck the game the way they did it with Rodgers two weeks ago? If they can, then I think the Buccaneers win. And if they can't, then I think Mahomes wins two in a row. I think it's as simple as that. Ryan Clark was on with you yesterday on your show, Get Up, and he said that the Buccaneers had a better roster than the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you agree with that? Because I certainly don't. You don't agree with that. Well, so we went through the 44 starting players, offense and defense. And if you were just choosing sides, if you were just taking a player at each position, we only came up with five Chiefs who you would pick over their Tampa counterpart. So that was how we arrived at that. Do you disagree with that? It's all, for me... It's all the system and what the system needs for the player fits that system. And that's what the system needs. That's the way I look at it, because from a skill position standpoint, there's not one skill position receiver that I would trade out for anything on Tampa skill position side. Not not one receiver, not tied in, none of that. Now, the quarterback, I wouldn't want Brady over a young Patrick Mahomes. Uh, You know, you switch to the safety side. And you look at Tyron Mathis, the honey badger, Tampa's safeties aren't as good as him. Antoine Winfield is coming. Whitehead is solid, but not the same. Corner-wise, I think it's a wash. Where they do have an edge is at the linebacker position and maybe the edge rushers. Yeah, when we went through it, and again, to your point, I mean, every player in the NFL is a system player to some degree and how they fit into what they're doing. But if you were just starting a team, if you were just drafting players out of the 44 you could choose from, then the only Chiefs we came up with that you would take ahead of the corresponding Buccaneer were Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, Chris Jones, and Tyron Matthew. Everyone else we thought we would take the Buccaneer player. Now, that doesn't mean they're a better team. They're not a better team. The Chiefs are 15-1, and 17-1, and 1, including the playoffs. But as far as individual talent is concerned, that really was what RC was saying. And it's just a testament, I think, yes. to just how good this Chiefs team is and how well put together they are, how ridiculously well coached they are, and the individual brilliance of their quarterback. I think so many th- – look, it's one of those where sort of all roads lead back to one place, and that one place is named Patrick Mahomes. Greeny, if Tom Brady, at the age of 43, were to beat this high-octane Chiefs offense, I mean, where – His legacy is already, it feels like complete. It's already incredible. But what would that do for his legacy? You know, it's funny because I, people who have listened to me for years know that I got my start in the industry in Chicago covering Michael Jordan. And I always have assumed 
that someday when my great-grandchildren are asking me about sports, they will say to me, Greeny, because that's what they're going to call me. They're going to call me <laughs> Greeny. There's no way in the world they're calling me Grandpa. I'm not interested in any of that stuff. Okay, so they're going to say Greeny, um, or, or maybe even the Hall of Famer Mike Greenberg. Well, one of those two. I haven't decided yet what I'll have them call me. One or the other. I always assumed they would say, what was it like to cover Michael Jordan? And I think we have now arrived at a place where that question is going to change. I think the question is going to be, what was it like to watch Tom Brady? I think he, what he has done here at the age of 43, I think does catapult him. I heard Zubin's tease, and I think that is right. I think it puts him at the top of the list of the greatest athletes in the history of American team sports. It, it's impossible to compare team sport athletes to individual sport athletes. There's just there's, there's not enough commonality between what they're trying to accomplish. But I don't know how you could put anyone ahead of him based on what he's already done, and I don't even know that he has to win Sunday to do it. So, Greeny, if he were to hypothetically win on Sunday, would you be part of the camp that would want to see Tom Brady continue to play until 45, 46 years old? Or would you want him to ride off into the sunset with that type of career and that kind of well, win? I think it's become pretty clear at this point that the narratives that we want to draw for athletes have no bearing necessarily on what they ultimately decide to do. Look, Tom Brady, the most amazing thing about him, ask yourself this question because, and Keyshawn, you, know, you played a, you know, a long career, so you know what I'm about to say. Practically every NFL player I've ever interviewed says to me, oh, if it was just the game on Sunday, I would never have retired. But it's all of the hours you have to spend all week. Tom Brady spends 52 weeks a year, 24-7, keeping himself in the condition and the position to be what he is doing now. This is a man with all the money in the world, all the glory in the world, and all the options in the world of things that he could do if he chose not to. And he puts himself through this for the simplest possible reason, which is obviously that he loves it. So, so long as he loves it, I don't see any reason in the world why any of us should have a problem with that. And he should keep going as long as he wants to keep going. He has certainly earned that and a whole lot more. That is, that is true. Green, before we let you go, I haven't had a chance to talk to you at all about the possibilities of your New York Jets, my New York Jets, acquiring Deshaun Watson. Should they? Oh, my God. Should they? Uh, how, how affirmative an answer can a person possibly give? Um, that would be the single best thing that has happened to the Jets literally in 50 years. Um, this is a, a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity that a player like this comes available under these kind of circumstances. So absolutely, if they can, I think you give up whatever it is you have to to make it happen. I, I find it incredible that Deshaun seems to be suggesting that the Jets are one of the places that he is interested in going to. But he does seem to feel that way. And absolutely, I can't see why any team in the NFL, short of maybe Kansas City and two or three others, wouldn't be giving up anything they have to. So give up every draft pick you have and throw in like the Chrysler building if you have to. But absolutely, get Deshaun, no matter what you have to give up to get him. Don't you think so? I, I, no, I think you go get him, but it's just I, I, I've gone back and forth over the last week or so trying to figure out what the right, right price is because we still have to fill the team of talented players. And how do we get that? Like, is it through the draft? Is it through free agency? Because you got to have some people to play with him, or else she'll be Houston in New York. We don't want that, right? No, of course not. But the most important part of what you're trying to get ultimately is a great quarterback. There's two ways to be a really good NFL team. One of them is to have a lot of good players and try and carry a quarterback. 
The, the, the more desirable one is to find one of the like six or seven people currently walking the face of planet Earth who can play that position and lift everyone else around them. He's one of those people. So, yes, they had a terrible year in Houston for a variety of reasons, but I'll take my chances. Let's start with him. I've seen us try and build through the draft too many times and seen how it's turned out to want to try that path again. If you can get Deshaun Watson, in my view, go out and get him whatever it takes. Kristen Hackenberg on line two. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Much like your boy Drew Henson, oh he's now trying to hit the curveball. Hey, last thing I want to mention for you, Mike, here. Uh, let me be the first to congratulate you. Saturday when you and Peyton Manning both get the call from the Hall. The Hall of Famer, Mike Greenberg, <laughs> and the Hall of Famer, Peyton Manning. Have a great show this morning. We really appreciate you joining us. Always a pleasure, fellas. I'll see you soon. Jay, do the dishes for crying oh, out loud. Just stop it, Greeny. Come on. Exactly. Oh. Now, Key, do you see why I say he's got the best show on ESPN Radio, even better than ours? Yeah. Is that the evidence? Is that all the evidence you need? <laughs> I don't even know who his guests are. They're better than ours. I don't even know who's on the show today. They're better than ours. Let's go to the little sports center. All right. An important story that could have been crazy, but it's 2021, so is anything out of bounds. The Chiefs are doing something simple as getting their haircut, fresh cut, team picture, Super Bowl 55. Let's have it for posterity. Let's bring the team haircutter in. And the team haircutter is ready to go. And he's on Daniel Kilgore, the backup center. And a rapid test comeback. And it, we find out that the stylist, the guy with the clippers, has the coronavirus. So rapidly, Kilgore gets out of the chair. Patrick Mahomes is waiting. 20 guys were waiting to get their hair cut. Whew, crisis averted. But remember, everybody on both teams getting tested every single day all the way through Sunday. Getting tested to the top teams in college basketball last night. East Carolina, stunning. Number five, Houston. If you haven't watched Houston this year, and I've watched them a little bit, this is a dynamic team. Number five in the country. Who would have guessed, right? But they go down to the Pirates as we get ready for a Super Bowl Sunday at the Pirate Ship. St. John's over number three Villanova crushed Villanova 70-59. College basketball is unpredictable as it gets this season. Black History always. It's Black History Month. Every single day on the Sports Center update, we will have a moment in time, a great moment in time for an African-American player, or in this case, a coach. Tony Dungy, key, on this day, February 4th, becoming the first black coach to win the Super Bowl against another African-American head coach, Lovey Smith. That was about 13 years ago. We're watching... This morning, Dungy get the Gatorade bath with a smile on his face that you can only have when a moment like that happens, the embracing with Peyton Manning. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable to see. And congratulations to Peyton on Saturday. We know it's coming. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune in to Straight Talk. Now, the guy that was drafted number two overall by the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz, is expected to ask the Eagles for a trade. It's upwards of like $50 million of dead money next season. I think if he's not on the football team, I think he's going to be gone. So Key always says follow the money, and if you've got 128 mil locked up in number 11, him being gone doesn't seem the way that would conventionally go. But hang on a second. When Adam Schefter says something, you got to stop and pay attention. Yesterday, Adam on our great station in Philly, 97.5, the fanatic. And yeah, it's tough to move on when the contract is that big. General Manager Howie Roseman has been the first guy to say, we believe in Carson, even after all of the struggles of 2020. 
But then Schefter said this on Wentz's future, and you know Schefter, he's got a couple of contacts in that cell phone. He wants to leave the franchise. That's why the trade still is in play. This is all real, and this is made up, right? And just because he would like to be moved doesn't mean he will be. If I had to guess, I would guess he is traded. That'd be my guess, okay, at some point this offseason. But again, they're not just going to trade him. Just to, They're not looking to get rid of him. They're not. I'm guessing it would be a minimum of a first-round draft pick. A minimum. And, of course, they're going to want more. They might be asking or want two first-round picks, for all I know. I want to be very clear. I don't know what they're – but I would say they'd want a minimum of a first-round draft pick. That's him on SportsCenter last night. Key, a little geography for you. They were in love with this guy so much, they turned it from Pennsylvania to Pennsylvania. And he, when he entered the league, had such an image. They say if you live in North Dakota, they call it North Dakota nice, right? Nicest guy in the world, great Midwest team player. That narrative has started to flip a little bit, and Adam is putting it on the table that it's not that the Eagles are upset with Carson Palmer and disappointed in his performance. Now Carson is repaying that level of vengeance on them. Well, here's what I would say. If I'm a team that's looking to acquire a quarterback, I'm certainly looking to give up a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. I think if you – because when you when you do look at it, he's still kind of young. He has some games underneath his belt and some experience. Maybe a change of scenery will help the situation. I'd rather go after the known than the unknown with a late first-round pick. The known commodity. The known commodity. I know what that is. So I know what I need to fix. And when I fix it, he could be the guy that the Eagles drafted with the number two overall pick. Could he be unfixable? It could be that case, but I don't think he is. I agree with you. But you've got to put is. it out there, right? If the I'm a hell of a, has been but, like, but if I'm a hell of a coach right. and I believe in what I'm doing, I know I could change that. Every coach who, thinks who are, who but, are those coaches, Key? Who are, who are those hell of coaches that you think could actually change Carson Wentz? Well, Andy Reid. Well, he's not going, he's not going <laughs> Wait, to Kansas City. Wait, you asked me a question. Well, because he said it. Andy Reid, <laughs> uh, Kyle Shanahan, Sean Payton. Um, um, How about John Gruden? Nah, you're, just, you're, you're giving me coaches that are aligned with quarterbacks. No, yeah, that's what, no, that's what I'm Kyle wondering. Kyle Shanahan is not aligned with a quarterback. He had Jimmy Garoppolo... They, if they would, I would take Carson Wentz over Jimmy Garoppolo in a heartbeat because I could fix him. I already had Jimmy Garoppolo. I can't fix that. But I could try to fix this other guy. John Gruden would probably not be able to, to fix it because of his own frustrations. He would be so frustrated with Carson Wentz, he would get rid of him like the next year and waste the pick. And so when you start to look at because McVeigh already got his, um, you're not going to trade him within the division to the Washington football team because I think Nar- not Narf, but Narf's son, Scott, uh, Scott Turner, yeah. could probably work with him and fix him. But you're not doing that within the division. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of spots that are left. That's what I'm saying, Key. He, he, he's stuck. I think well, he's he going could, to be look, stuck there. I don't think anybody's going to make a move for Carson Wentz. Indianapolis might decide that because of his relationship with Frank Wright, remember Frank Wright was on the staff when he went to the Super Bowl sure. when Carson Wentz was having an MVP-type season prior to the ACL injury against the Rams out of Los Angeles. So that may be a landing spot for him, and they want a veteran quarterback. They missed I, out on Matthew Stafford, and if the Eagles are willing to move him and, and the Colts are willing to get him – they can absorb the salary, and they don't have a quarterback 
that they feel good about that's sitting on the roster right now. So if, if Indianapolis is a good shot. If I'm the Colts, I'm trying to go for Matt Ryan before I'm trying to go for Carson Wentz. The reason right? the, the, the reason the reason I would pass on Matt Ryan for Carson Wentz is age one, system two, familiarity three. And, and, and that's what these coaches like to do. They like to deal with familiarity. Think about it. Matt Nagy, which is not, you know, the greatest quarterback expert guru that we thought, <laughs> he went and got Nick Foles because he felt familiarity. When he had an opportunity to maybe land a couple other people, he jumped on the Nick Foles but, situation because but, of familiarity. Okay, I hear you on the familiarity, and I know Matt Ryan is 35, which, you know, compared to Tom Brady, he's still relatively really, really young. Uh, but it, it, don't you have a, a short window if you're in Indianapolis with that defense? Are you looking only long-term with Carson Wentz just because he's younger? And, I mean, there's familiar. Matt Ryan has – guy's been to the Super Bowl. He understands what it takes to get you over the hump, whereas Carson Wentz, I mean, he's sniffing just to try to get there. Look, look here, here's what I would say about Indy. Indy's still young all the way around. They're young all the way around. T.Y. Hilton's a little long in the tooth, but for the most part – they're, young, they're a young football team. You get a veteran quarterback like a Matt Ryan, yes, but, but Matt Ryan's situation is probably San Francisco. Carson Wentz's, if, if, I, if I had the wand and I had to place the quarterbacks in positions to succeed, I would send Matt Ryan to Atlanta, Carson Wentz to Indy because of the familiarity. They Remember, two years ago, they built that team. You mean for, Matt Ryan to San Francisco, right? Matt Ryan to San Francisco. What did okay, I say? Okay. You, you said, said staying in Atlanta, but Stand going out to be yeah. reunited with Shanahan. Yeah, reunited with Shanahan. So if you remember two years ago, Jay and Z, Indianapolis built that offensive line and that team for Andrew Luck. He abruptly retired. Then they, J- Jacoby Brissett came in and took over. So they rebuilt the offensive line. So when you got a guy like uh, Wentz behind that offensive line with the young receivers that they have and Michael Pittman Jr. And, and so when you start to look at that, it makes more sense Indy for Wentz than any other stop in the National Football League. Let me posit one more to both of you. This is a juicy one. Obviously, you're not going to send him to the NFC East. But in the AFC East, even though, like you said, Foles was able to guy that vanquished Bill Belichick and the Pats. But as has been said a million times, Carson Wentz got him on the road and got him there most of the way. How about Belichick and Wentz? I like that. I just don't know if the personalities work. I don't know if, if... Why would it be oil and water? If a guy wants to rehab his reputation, he's seen as a young, industrious guy, just wants to start over, what better place to rehab? Yeah, but but the things that Belichick has dealt with from what I've seen from the outside looking in and from knowing him when he's rehabbed, so to speak, other players, mm-hmm. they were not quite like Carson Wentz. You know, they he were had, later in their careers. I know la- what you're la- saying. Yeah, later the Corey in their, Dillon, the yes, Randy Moss. Yes. I totally get Yeah, the Junior Seau. Those guys kind of like older in their careers. Totally. So it was a little bit different. I agree with you. We knew – that Roy and D. Moss was going to be a Hall of Famer. He just needed to be in the right situation and not in Oakland. Right. He got to the right situation with terrific time and Bill Belichick in the rest of his history. We knew Corey Dillon was an animal in Cincinnati. He needed to be with the right team. He got with the right team. I don't know about Carson Wentz as far as that goes. So I don't really see if that makes a lot of sense. Okay, we'll throw it out. We'll throw it out. We'll see indeed what Happens. But I'll we'll give see. up a first-round pick for him. Yeah. I mean, what? 
Adam Late first-round pick? Yeah. Right? Yeah, why not? Adam said there's going to be unprecedented, unprecedented quarterback movement this offseason, and Wentz is certainly one to watch. Yeah, that's the scary thing about coming to the Super Bowl at home. We've been playing so good on the road. Getting to the 10th Super Bowl in 19 years of playing, is it's incomprehensible, actually, beyond anything we could ever imagine. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and our producer, Evan Wilner, who will take the lead here. And by the way, just as a disclaimer, um... (laughs) We're questioning whether Key remembers one of the greatest moments of his career. So don't take it personally, Key. That's, that's not something I would normally ask somebody. Hey, Joe, what do you remember about that Super Bowl when you recognized John Candy and led the 49ers down the field? I'm guessing Joe would remember every second of that. So, Key, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt. Hey, Key, I have a better question for you. Why is Evan always trying to get into programming, man? Why well, is he always good, trying to get in the show? It's good. We, we, wanna, we want to <laughs> nice, hear. Nice try, Jay. Nice we, try. We want to hear his voice and see his face if we can. Oh, we as can a see his fan face? of the show. We, oh, yeah. you know, we want to see the guys that's doing the work behind the scenes also messing up the work behind the scenes. <laughs> get a camera on this, man. Let's go, Evan. All right, Ev, what do you got here? We got a little Super Bowl trivia time from Super Bowl 37, Keys Championship Night, right? All right, Key. Who... Did who is the celebratory coin toss? Who who flipped the coin? Oh jeez, I don't know who flipped the coin. Okay, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna try to rescue you because I think we actually mentioned it earlier in the week for the hardcore KJZ listeners. I'm gonna say it was the '72 Dolphins led by Don Shula. I'm gonna agree with Zubin. Yep. Wow, Zubin. Who is, who is the halftime wow. show? I didn't see the halftime show. I was in the locker room. Oh, oh, oh wait. Wasn't it, it was like country, wasn't it? Like um I th- I, Shania I think, Twain? I think Sting may have, but I didn't see it. Shania Twain? 
Yes. I believe Sting was part of it, though. So yeah. keep your back. Sting, Sting was part of it. Sting. Shania I didn't see played. it, though. I was in a locker room. And no <laughs> doubt. Oh, and no, no doubt. No doubt. Wow. And not just me with the cliche of no doubt or indeed. Like the actual group, no <laughs> doubt. Like Gwen Stefani. I Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Uh, Key wasn't one of them, but how many Hall of Famers played in the game? Oh, that's a good one. Here, here's what I'm going to say to that shade that you tried to throw. <laughs> I have more passes in my high school career than you have in your entire career. Hang Don't on. get angry at it. Don't Hang get on. angry at it. He's just asking you a question. No, but he does, tried to throw shade Ar- with that Hall of Fame Does arcade mess. football count? Does arcade football count? No, oh, but wow. in terms of Hall of Famers. Let's do it. Are, are they already inducted or going to be inducted? Already inducted. Okay, let's do it. Good so, question, though. Five. So five. we have. Tim Brown? No, hold you on. You want to do it? Go we got three from the Raiders. Okay. Sure. We have. Two from the bu- three, uh, two from the Bucks. Keys going five. That's right. Yeah. Reel them off for everybody. Al Davis. No, uh, played. played. Oh, you, you want to play? Oh, so it's two from the Raiders. So then. it's okay. seven. It's seven for the Raider. It's seven total. Five players. Okay, so you okay. were right. Yeah, but the distinction goes yeah. further. So, so five players. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so you got, you got Derek Brooks. Yep. You have Warren Sapp. Boom. There's your Bucks. You got Tim Brown. Boom. Jerry Rice. Boom. And who am I? Oh, and Charles Woodson. Woodson not in yet. Woodson in this Saturday. You're close. You're close with Woodson. Who else? Rod Woodson, right? Rod Woodson, Boom. Didn't, Rod Woodson didn't play in my Super Bowl. Key? He was on the Raiders. Rod Woodson? <laughs> Rod yeah. Woodson? Playing Rod. what? I'll, I'll double-check it, but that's what I, I saw, that five Hall of Famers played in the Super Bowl. Rod Woodson could be seven by Saturday if John man, Lynch check, and Charles Woodson man, get in. Rod Woodson, wait a minute, man. What was Rod Woodson playing? Was Rod? Man, I got to look now. You got me confused. Ed Rod going. Woodson? I'll fire up the Raiders roster. You keep going. Okay. Um, the next one is who sang the national anthem? Hint, also country. Big year. Oh, I know. Oh, I wasn't even. I pay- know this one. I wasn't even paying attention to the national anthem. I was. I my that. focus was somewhere totally. It was way different. I don't Dixie even know. Dixie Chick Seven. How long was the national anthem? I don't. I you you got me on that one too, Evan. I'm here to confirm that Rod. Woodson was indeed on that team. Was he? Yes, he was. I'm looking at it right God. now. I'm looking at it right I don't now. Even, that, that just goes to show. I wasn't even paying it. I He's had so no idea. In. So No, I in. just, I don't remember. I remember Charles, right? I just don't remember. At that point, I'm thinking Rod Woodson had retired. <laughs> Our man Bill Romanowski also uh, on Of course, team. Bill oh, Romanowski wow, yeah. was on the team. Yes. I remember him because we got, had a few words. Yes, uh, he was crazy, and apparently it's crazy that Rod Woodson was on the team. Ev, go ahead. Any any guesses on length of the anthem, Jay? Nine minutes. I'll go two fifteen. One one thirty two. I was go yeah one thirty. Okay, last one, and then we got some more. We'll do them later in the show. Last one. What was the opening line and the opening over under? Okay, I'm gonna go. Can I guess this, Jay? This is your alley. You go first. I think I I I think I I I remember the the line. It was wasn't it? It was. Well, like Raiders like minus three or four, or something like around. I'm going four, with right? that. Raiders minus four. I don't know. What the I don't even know. Was. They they were favored. It doesn't matter because you won. So. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were favored. I know that, but we won. What was it over? Was I, it was it thirty eight over under? Ev over under. Hit hit us with it. Uh, no. 
34? 44. I need to look at the stat line. Did Rob Woodson play in a game? Yes. 